Have you been thinking about moving out to the country, maybe some rural property somewhere, get a few acres, you know, stretch your legs, stretch your real estate dreams? Well, we're here to make sure that your rural property dreams don't turn into rural property nightmares. (laughs) And listen in for some tips. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Hey, listeners. Thanks again for joining us on Realtor Moms Podcast. Yes. So uh, as the opening sort of uh, mentioned, a lot of people think about maybe moving out to a rural area. Yes. And and Jamie's kind of the rural agent queen here. I'm kind of a rural agent. That's sort of my jam. Yeah. And and I (laughs) do that as well. Yeah. But I know I I kind of have Jamie on speed dial for all sorts of reasons. But when it's rural, I'm like, so Jamie, tell me the things again. Refresh my memory. Right. Right. Because you know the things. So. And it's different, isn't it? It's 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 different. It's not quite the same. It's not the same. This is not like going and buying a house in town. Mm-hmm. There are things to know. Mm-hmm. And some of the biggest things that I'm going to just jump us right in there. Yeah, Let's talk about septic systems. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> septics, right. septics. That's a whole thing along with wells. And right. you, you don't want to dismiss this. You need to do, it can you be cannot a very dismiss costly this. costly item if you're not aware of both um, the upkeep, which isn't necessarily a ton, but the condition of the systems that you have and the potential upkeep that, that they're involved with. Like when you live in town, you just make a quick phone call to the city usually, yes. right? And, you, and it's water, sewer, garbage, all said and done with, and you don't really ever have to think twice about it. Yeah, you never do. And it's just one thing... It's just handled. So, Jamie, why don't you we get into the basics here of what someone should be looking out for? What do you need to be aware of? Who should you be contacting to do your necessary inspections that you should have inspected? Right. Well, there's a couple things about septic systems specifically that that you really need to know. Um, One, in the middle of winter, in the dead of winter, it's pretty much impossible. We'll just say impossible to adequately test the septic system. So know that going in. If you're thinking, hey, rural property is something I I may be really interested in, um, starting your search in January is fine, but you may want to talk with us about, you know, what kind of contingencies do I need as part of my purchase agreement so that I make sure I'm buying a property that either has a system that I know everything about and is in good shape or, hey, it has a system that's imperfect because some of them just are. Yes. And then you can make the right offer or make the right agreement with the seller appropriately. Similarly, if you're a seller and you've got a rural, uh, a rural property that you need to sell, you may want to get in touch with us before For it gets winter, super cold. So you can have the proper testing done. Before it's too cold to do so. Yeah. So, um, and well water is a little bit different. There are some things like sometimes you can get... Um, you can get poor test results just because the house has been vacant for a while. And so we know some of those those things to watch out for. We know what maybe is an issue or is not an issue. And so... And certain counties have certain issues or certain things that should be tested. So Even, even different agricultural years with new nearby cropland yes. can lead to um, affected test results in some wells. So, um, of course, we can never predict the future, but we can help you look... Kind of plan for the yeah, future. and get so. ready and know what to look out for. So... Um, yeah, it's not as simple as water. Or, or just as go in and buy a house city. and no problem. However, then there's this other like option, right? Um, there's a lot of rural communities that have rural water systems. So they have yeah. miles and miles and miles of um, rural water. You know, municipal or, or rather con- 
what do I, what do I say? Quality controls water. There we go. <laughs> I remember being a kid and my dad, you know, my dad's a, a plumber. Oh, and, sure. And I, we were all, we had kind of that well system. Yep. And it, you know, some wells are fine. There's no problems. It's, you oh, know, and just, they can be just, old as the hills. Yeah. And, and, and just great. perfect. Right. But I just remember like my white shirts turning orange oh, and it, it was, rust. Oh, <laughs> and it was annoying. And then finally, like, of course my dad being the plumber and living, we didn't live yeah. that far from a rural system. My dad's like, oh, we're getting this handled. Yeah. Well, and sometimes <laughs> and that's water, just the way it was. Sometimes water can have great quality as far as the things that you would typically test for, but it smells really bad. <laughs> or like you said, yes. or the color is really off. Yeah, the rust. So and a I, lot of things. I chuckled. I chuckled yeah. though when I became a realtor. My dad's like, "Oh, there's some things you need to know. Get yeah. a notebook." <laughs> and he was telling me all the things I needed to know and who to call and who to know and who to reach out to when I had questions. Yeah. He's like, "You need to learn some things, Miss Little Missy." Yeah, and that's how he was. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Well, and and there's also different kinds of wells and there's different types of septic systems too. So so. Long story short, um, it's a little more involved with yeah. the utilities. And and speaking of water, sewer, and garbage, you the waste management or, or whoever you use for garbage isn't just going to show up on the second Tuesday of the no. month without you at least contacting them or whoever you want to use for services. Not not picking on or suggesting waste management, just saying. If that's what you're used to because you live in a municipality or in a town, you kind of now maybe you have to set that up for yourself. Yes. And in a lot of cases... Um, which is kind of getting to one of my first points, neighbors. So, for example, getting back to the garbage thing, sometimes people will, maybe they've got a, a, a field approach that, that one of the neighbors owns or a you know, back driveway that a group of, of neighbors um, drive past and they'll share garbage services and they'll just get a bigger dumpster that gets dumped once a month, for example. Correct. You know, there's... It can be handled, lots of things can be handled in a lot of different ways than what maybe you're used you're to used to, town. And just having the garbage pickup, mm-hmm. you know, every Monday morning. Right. And continuing on with utilities, uh, typically you're probably not going to get natural gas on a rural property. No, not typically. So you need to keep an eye on your propane tank. And yes. then if you have a propane tank. How often is it filled? Yes. How big and is how it? Big is it? Right. How big is it? Then? When do you buy propane? <laughs> Again, so budgeting for propane is a whole nother item that um, maybe some rural buyers uh, don't think about. Well, the other thing is, I'm going to go back to the septic. When was the last time it was emptied? You know, those are common questions, common things. You know, there's Mm -hmm. all sorts of things to look into. But this is why us as realtors, we help our clients quite quite a bit with these, these type of logistics. Right, right. Okay, now it's January when we're yes. recording this right now. We've had one of the snowiest years in and many years. Yes, so at, up to this point. So far, yeah. Up to this point. She's an optimist. I think it's going to continue to snow like crazy, but I'm a snowmobiler. So I that, like you're, that's you're okay happy about that. Me. You're happy about but that. Now I'm live. sitting here like <laughs> cursing Mother Nature. So two things about snow and rural property. One, drivability. So if you're thinking about moving to the country... What does the snow removal look like? Yeah, what does your travel look like? How how okay is your job with um, weather-related delays and snow days? How about your roads? Um, How are you going to remove the snow? Right, not only from your own yard, which may but, involve buying a tractor or a snowblower, but the but the drive to the yes. you know to the, your house. You Who really takes should, care of the snow. Yep, you really should find out if you're on a county road or a township road. Might be a good idea to even contact the township that you're moving into to ask for a, maybe the last year's worth of 
meeting minutes because they, a lot of times people in, in rural areas will have concerns about road care, whether it be snow removal or adding gravel or just general maintenance. You better make sure that um, that you know uh, kind of what the schedule is for the road that you're living on or the access roads that, that bring you to your home and, and yes. to work every day so that you <laughs> know what to expect. You, nobody can be the first or not everybody can be the first person or first road to be plowed out after no. every snow. So, so that's so. just unrealistic. But you, you should know in advance at least uh, maybe who to call in case your road ever gets missed. Or um, again, going back to the neighbor thing, if you think you're going to move out to the country because you never want to have neighbors, um, you're going to find out that neighbors are all the more important when you live, when you live out in the a country. Little ways, little out. ways out. Yes. Yeah. I, I chuckle all the time. <laughs> I come from a small community where mm-hmm. I grew both up. Both of us. Yeah, small of us. Yeah, both of us. Right. And I, I chuckle because my grandpa is still in his 90s and still lives on the farm. Right. And he he, he can't Those leave. Old farmers, man. He's old farmers. He's old farmers. <laughs> they are he, tough as nails. Tough as nails. <laughs> but I tell you what, that man, he gets into his tractor and he's removing yeah. snow two miles up to the highway yep. because someone's got to do it. Right. And he, it's almost like he, it's, it's what he lives for. Totally. That and mowing the lawn a couple times a, a, a week. Okay. Glad you said that too. <laughs> Listen, if you're coming out of Fargo or Moorhead or Detroit Lakes and you're going to move out to a place with a six acre yard the push mower is not not gonna gonna do it it. you're gonna have like (laughs) calves and thighs like a master bodybuilder from all that lawn mowing not to mention zero time left so exactly um you're gonna need something that's a little bit more beefed up than uh than maybe your lawn mower you know lawn mower so it's not just obtaining those pieces of equipment it's financing you know like budgeting for them too and the fuel that they need and the maintenance that they require and hauling them in and out of town if they need service. So I find that, that sometimes sometimes like that's the thing that kind of city dwellers that move out into the country they're like, "Huh? What? Oh, yeah. didn't even think about that." Totally, totally. And not every seller is going to want to leave their equipment behind. Um, no. A lot of times our buyers think, well, that comes with the house, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance that um, they may be willing to negotiate with you on some equipment, but a lot of times they really love those implement or those uh, tractors and things that they have that they exactly. use that and don't necessarily want to leave it. Exactly. Um, how about, uh, do you feel like you can move out to the country and just do whatever you want because now you're in the country? <laughs> kind of not always uh, no, so no, remember not what always. I said earlier about collecting some of those old minutes from township or county meetings um, you're gonna want to know you know maybe you want to have a little chicken coop okay probably fine um, maybe you want to have uh, a couple cows maybe you want a couple horses maybe you want more than a couple well you really need to look into what your township and what your county is going to allow. Allow, yes. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a free-for-all. There are still building permits required in a lot of instances. There are still um, rules and regulations on livestock and animals and that kind of thing. So don't just assume moving out to the country means... No rules. Doing, yeah, yeah, it means no rules because, you know, they're, they're for the greater good, um, even though sometimes we don't agree with them all. But know what you're getting into because it's not just... Do whatever you want. Exactly. And probably one of the last ones that I have is um, you should know your property boundaries. 
Yes, that's very mm-hmm. important. And have us, your realtor, search for easements for you. Correct. Because that's another thing. A lot of times these properties, maybe they got handed down or somebody lived there for 40 years and they forgot that they had granted an easement to a farmer to farmer access a field. to access a field, exactly. Yeah, or, or, you know, some cattle or, or whatever. Like, make sure that you know where your property boundaries are and uh, if there is anybody else that has rights to access your property. So you're not surprised. Yes, <laughs> Lots of things. This yeah. is this is why Jamie is my rural, you hey, know, hey. like back rural pocket <laughs> person I reach out to. Yes. And so, so um, uh, final last thing is uh, make sure your realtor knows what they're doing, so that we, the realtor. But really, we want to sell. We want you to call us. But right, because the a good realtor will help prepare. Will you help prepare help. you for all these mm-hmm. things, and they will be looking into these things without yes. even being asked. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know, and that's what we're here for. Exactly. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you hear, you can check out our library of tons more episodes on RealtorMomsPodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please never hesitate to reach out. We would love to be your realtors. This podcast is produced by Realtor Moms Podcast, Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett, Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.